Welcome back, friend. Welcome back to Life and Faith Chats. If you've come back, welcome. If this is your first time, we're so happy to have you. This is part two of a two-part chat with Elle Edwards, our friend from Wales, who was sharing about being a year when we stopped, but she's sharing about walking in the story that God has designed and purposed for you. Let's get into our chat. Elle, welcome back. Well, let's continue. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So for the benefit of people who didn't watch part one, we actually started by exploring God's love. And so I would really encourage you, go back and watch that when you have a minute. You haven't got to stop. You can listen to this first, but it does start there. For those of you who saw part one, you understand why. Then, but having had that oh, wow, God loves me, that radical encounter with God's love. And I I say that quickly, but please don't think I'm underestimating that. It took me from a person who was angry, probably quite borderline depression. I would, you know, was really miserable, frustrated. It took me from there to who you see today, where I'm like, I get to be happy and I love, I love my life. And I'm, my specific situation has not changed, but the difference was God's love. And having had that radical encounter with God's love, which for me came through a Bible weight loss course, and uh, this realization that God was interested in everything in my life, I thought, well, if God loves me just as I am, well, maybe it's okay for me just to be me. Because I told myself that I should, this picture of, of, of who I should be as a wife and a mum, and these expectations that we put on ourselves, particularly as women, but men do it as well, of how we should show up in the world. And so one of the things that really, really, if you want a a quick takeaway from this episode of how do you step forward and start being who God made you to be and step into that story, start paying attention to your shoulds. What are those things? Oh, I should do this and I should do that. Sometimes there are things that we do in life which we need to do because like, for example, I have to put the laundry on every day because otherwise we'll have no clean clothes. I should do the laundry. That makes me feel really Instead, we go, do you know what? I get to do the laundry. Now, yes, that's a semantics shift. We're just changing the words around, but it changes how things feel in our heads. That said, I want you to start paying attention to those things that you're doing because you should. And we want to look at the flip of that. What would it look like if you stepped into tomorrow and said to God, okay, God, what are we going to do today? Because actually, the reason why we started with the the love piece is because if you only from this moment forward, took every single day and walked it out in that intentional expectant relationship with God, you wouldn't be able to help but be who he made you to be. My point being, if we show up each day and we have these conversations with God, we walk this thing out with him, he will nudge us and guide us, course correct us. He, The other encouraging piece of this is there's nothing that is ever wasted and so therefore if you step forward and just do each moment with him and ask him what's this going to look like or because the other piece of this as well which really excites me those things that are exciting to you those things that like oh that's a really cool idea those pieces that get you excited if it's on your heart it's on his heart because he loves you and he made you and he didn't make a mistake you are his work of art and he knew what he was doing when he made you and so that's the biggest the biggest tip, if you like, for how to step into the story. 
And I use that word story because we like stories. Stories are stories are this thing which can meander. Uh, but you could just as easily think of it as being you stepping into the piece of music that God's written for you. I often think of, of life as like this great big symphony. Um, I don't know how, like I, I studied music a little bit a few years ago and we had to study symphonies. I don't know if you've ever looked at the manuscript from a symphony, Joy. They're quite complicated. And you look at them and go, oh my word. And if you get too close to them, they really don't make any sense at all. And you might be sitting there on second violin going, this makes, thinking that your part is completely irrelevant. It makes no difference. But the second violin is vital for the symphony as a whole. And if the second violinist chooses not to show up and play their part, the piece is not how it was intended by the composer. And the same is true for story. All of our stories weave together in beautiful, delightful, amazing ways. And so the the more that we can step forward and, 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 and join in this great big adventure, the more delightful I believe that life is. And yes, we, we muck up along the way and we, you know, we make mistakes, but don't forget like God called David a man after his own heart because David talked to him. He sees our hearts. He knows you and he loves you. But really that's why the love piece is so important is because if we just focused on the intentional expectant relationship piece, walking the story out would, would happen incidentally. So walking in our story, we walk intentionally in relationship with the Holy Spirit, knowing that God loves and accepts us the way we are. Yes. And I would say we expect him to also talk back, to want to speak to us, because this is a piece that he's really unpacked for me probably since, again, relatively recently, like the end of 2019, I grew up in a tradition where like I would read, I'd had experiences of reading the Bible and like, oh, something leaping off the page at me in a way, in a new way for the first time. So I'd, I'd had experiences of that where God was like speaking to me through the Bible, or there might be times where, oh, I get a bit of an inkling and then somebody else says something. And so I'd had those experiences but I didn't expect to hear from God and have conversations with God and have him talk back every single day. I thought that like, I thought that kind of stuff was really reserved for like prophets and like ultra holy people. And the reality is that actually God is whispering to us all of the time. There's a verse in Isaiah, beginning of Isaiah 65, which he, he led me to just a few weeks ago, where he talks about he's crying out to people who, who don't even recognize him yet. So it's not like as if we have to get our act together before he wants to talk to us. That's another lie from the enemy. The reality is he's always been talking to you. He's always been whispering to you. It's that, this, it's that intentional piece, asking him those questions, expecting to hear, hear him back. It is, it, honestly, for the first time in my life, it, I, it was as recent as April 2020. I'm, I'm quite, I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD, but I do have ADHD tendencies. I'm a little bit all over the place. Uh, and I, through some random, ra- a random writing exercise in a book I read in a course in April 2020, where I had to write down a piece of paper um, what are you saying today? Or I can't remember what the word was. What's on your heart today, Holy Spirit? And then pause and then write down what I hear. It was the first time in my life where God had taught me how to be still. He taught me that that was one way that he could have those conversations with me. And so I would encourage anybody, because some people hear this and they go, oh, I don't know about this. I don't know if I can have conversations with God. Try it because he wants to talk to you. He has so many delightful, wonderful things to share with you. You just need to expect that he wants to share that stuff with you. Friend, I stopped the chat just for a moment to remind you, if you haven't done so already, 
Remember to like, remember to subscribe, remember to share with a friend and to hit that notification bell. Let's get on with the chat. They have an Igniter's mentoring program. He said at the start of the day, uh, write down, get your notebook and write down um, what's, what, is on, what is on your heart today, Holy Spirit. And then you pause and you write down what you hear. And the first, the, when you do this, you're like, oh, I don't know if this is just me. Maybe this is me making this up. Oh God, I'm not sure. God loves you, right? And he knows that you're not sure. And so you can ask him for clarification. Save like you hear something that feels like, oh, I need to take action on this. You might write down, okay, okay, God, I feel like I hear you're telling me to do this, this, and that. Is that right? And then again, write down what you hear. And because, and what's fascinating to me is when I go back and look, because I've been doing all of this year, I have a, a new notebook and it's a digital notebook, but I have a, a new notebook for every month. And I love going back and reading the stuff that he shared. He's also quite repetitive. But what God told me was, do you know what you can do? Every time you feel resistance or any time you feel yourself getting a bit in, in a bit of a tiz, bring it back to me. That's the piece he keeps repeating. Talk to me about it. Taking what the enemy meant for evil and turning it to good. God helping you. Like we don't have to willpower our way to this, but we can by having these conversations with him. Anytime resistance comes up, anytime there's like niggles, it might be quarrels in your home. There might be like an atmosphere of like someone's not feeling like, ugh. I talk to God about all of that stuff now, taking what the enemy will try and use for evil and turning it to good. It's the, it's, I believe is one of the most powerful weapons that we have, that we, is that for, in my life at least, was completely underutilized until about three weeks ago. Um, I'm going to do three things. You mentioned Isaiah 65. And mm -hmm. so I looked it up and it's beautiful. And um, I think this is what you were talking about. The Lord says, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am. Here I am. And it continues, but I was just thinking, wow, is that what you were referring to? Yeah, but I, for this, I love it in the NIV. And this is why I love to read lots of different translations. Because in the NIV, it says, I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. To a nation that did not call on my name, I said, here I am, here I am. All day long, I've held out my hands to an obstinate people who walk in ways not good, pursuing their own imaginations. I have this picture of God going, come on, I'm calling out to you, you know? And, and so I actually found that verse because I was doing an exploration of the word seek. I didn't, I, and, and it was like, oh, again, another one of those God incidences. But that verse is like, wow, anytime the enemy tries to tell you that you can't hear from God because you're too naughty or you haven't done this enough or done that enough, Isaiah 65 is our answer to that. No, that's just not true. You know, John 3, 16, when God said he loved the world, the world, the word world that John uses, and you probably know this, Joy, but I'm going to say it for anybody who doesn't know it the word world that john uses was not describing a world like a world in church it was a world that did not acknowledge god in that moment that did not recognize god that did not love god so god loved the world when it was messed up and didn't acknowledge him so any whisper that we get that we need to of course we are being transformed into 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 god's sons and daughters and yes that's a journey but any whisper that we have to get our act together before we can have those conversations with god is absolute nonsense and is not biblical Cool. That, that thank you for sharing that that's one of my times when I go mm, that that's so good I, I love that I thank you too for reminding us 
that we can talk to him. It's an ongoing conversation at any mm. time and about anything to keep yes. talking. And I'm going to be doing, thank you. Thank you for exhorting me and my <laughs> listeners. I'm going to start today. It might be in the afternoon because of our time difference. Actually, it's in the morning for me. I'm going to start asking what's on your mind. Make it a regular part of mm. the walk and journey to accent that. Mm. You mentioned your book. And so I wanted <laughs> us to kind of pull things together in that way. Please tell us about your book and um, how we can have access to it. Please. The book is called Yuya, and God told me to write it less than a month ago at the time of recording. Uh, it's only a short little book. So the Yuya book, as we've, I think we've talked about this a little bit. No, it was offline, so that doesn't help your listeners. We talked about, so Yuya is you, as we said at the end of the last episode, you plus I-E-R, you in intentional expectant relationship. But we do it the other way around, because as we've talked about in this episode, if you can focus on intentional expectant relationship, you can't help but be you. And so it basically unpacks those two pieces. Uh, and it's it's short, it's, it's easy to read, it's interspersed from some little Holy Spirit love notes. It's meant to be uh, it's meant to be encouraging. Really, my remit at Yuya is to is what you've all just said, and so you made my heart sing. My my remit at Yuya is to equip, inspire, and empower as many people as possible to have conversations with God for themselves. And so, my real heart for this book is to get it out to as many people as possible. Because if he talks to me, he'll talk to you, and he'll talk to that person. Like there's nothing special about me. I'm just little old me in my corner of South Wales. He's talking to everybody. And so that's my real heart for the book is to show people that actually yes they too can talk to God and expect to hear from him. How you can get a copy, the easiest way at the moment is you can have it for free. You go onto my website, you go to uia.com forward slash download hyphen uia, uh, and you'll see there's a page there. You will be invited to sign up for the Holy Spirit Love Notes, but you don't have to. Right at the top, it says, click this button to get the book for free. You do not have to opt into anything because it does my head in when people say, look, here's a gift. It's not a gift if you have to give it in exchange for your email address. I'm just saying. <laughs> So you, at the same time, though, the Holy Spirit love notes, uh, they're, they're a little peek for you into those conversations that God and I have each morning. And so there is an invitation on that page to sign up for those, but they, it's not required. But yeah, uia.com forward slash download uia. Uh, it's also on Amazon. If you search uia on Amazon, you'll find it quite easily. Uh, it's got a bright orange cover with a hand holding the globe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elle. Thank, thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I'm going to say this, too, because... I know that sometimes people, we as people and friends would say, everything the Holy Spirit tells us to do will always, always line up with his word. So yes. I don't want anyone to think that if you're having a conversation, this is me acting as a sister and a friend yes. in the Lord. Don't think that the Holy Spirit is going to tell you to go across the street and slap your neighbor's dog because he's not going to do that. If you hear that, do you want to say, hmm, God, I heard this. Is that you? <laughs> this is relationship to dig deeper. Yes. Elle, this has been wonderful. Thank you for being a guest, a friend, a sister in the Lord, an exhorter and an encourager. Thank you for encouraging us to, um, to unpack the love of God, reminding us that he loves us, and thank you for causing us to um, know that we can walk in relationship 
personally speaking to the Holy Spirit on a regular daily basis. And a blessing. Thank you so Hi. much. It's my real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Friends, thanks for joining us on Life and Faith Chats. <laughs> Peace.